0: Welcome to another amazing episode of Kazi's Audio Experience. This is the podcast where we're not only going to sharpen our technical skills, but we're going to learn to become profitable as filmmakers. What's going on, guys? This is Kazi, another Wednesday, another live. This time, I'm talking about something that's very close to my heart, something that drives me to put out content and help people. Today, I'm going to be talking about my three-step plan to land a job in one week, okay, one week. This is not a hoax, like I said. I'm going to give you a strategy that has proven and worked for me and how I got a job actually in less than two days, so I'm gonna be giving you that. Before I even jump in, I wanna know what's your pain points. Like what's, what is your struggle right now? If you're not working or if you're not working on projects or companies that you do want to work with, um, what's going on? So drop in as a question in here and then I'll pull it up and I'll answer it at the end of this. Okay. This is jam packed. I mean, I just got notes that go on for days and days. So I'm going to be attacking all of that. So guys, I just want to make sure that, you know, I respect your time and I just, truly, truly, truly bring something to the table that is going to be practical. I don't like to live too much in the cloud because you can't really apply these things. I wanna give you something that's right in the middle that is applicable, and you guys can see the results right away. Let's freaking go. All right, let's 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 jump right in, okay? So I wanna start with, like I said, the pain points, struggle. So what, I'm gonna start with some common struggles that people will have that are struggling with just you know, hitting home runs and nailing that job. So first thing that I'm gonna start off with right now that all of us are facing is COVID-19. This thing is real. This thing is happening right freaking now, okay? And this is not just made up stuff, this is the truth. So second thing that happens uh, is procrastination. That is something that a lot of us deal with. Third thing is distraction. Social media, all that stuff, we're just distracting. Not everybody is using it how they should be using it. So some people, it's a big disadvantage to be distracted all the time. Too much Netflix, I mean, come on. You know, I don't know which country you're in, there's gonna be an equivalent of like Netflix in your country, and you know this is the truth, it's happening, you know, once you start binge watching like Dark or, you know, like one of your favorite shows, you just don't wanna stop, you wanna keep going, okay? Then, I wanna talk about not having the right equipment. That's another problem, right? A lot of people are just like, hey man, I wanna do it. I wanna make it happen. I'm a cinematographer. I just don't have the right gear. Hey Kazi, I wanna get into color grading. I don't have the right computer. So a lot of people are facing that challenge. And then another big one is location. You know, some people are not very fortunate to be in LA, to be in New York, Paris, like all these main freaking cities like where stuff is happening. So if that is, you know, not happening for you, then that's another thing, right? So these are all the common problems that I wanna touch base on. Now I wanna jump into something that we really need to attack. By the way, all these problems that I'm, you know, uh, pointing out right now, bullet pointing, I'm gonna be deep diving and explaining to you like how to actually counter that. So now let's just jump into the silent killers. These are the things that my, I'm like hyper, hyper focused on, okay? So the first one is perfectionism or being, perfectionist, so keep that in mind, we're gonna touch base on that. Another one is starting over, okay? That is challenging, somebody that had a great job and now they have to start over, that's a big one. Another one is bad influence, okay? We are a byproduct of the people that we're surrounded with, so that's a big one, bad influence. Another one is no spine, people that just don't have this. They just, they just, they're too soft, Okay, so why is that important? We're gonna touch base on that. Now I'm gonna go into my last silent killer, which is criticism over optimism. A lot of people got that stuck in their head that hey man, criticism is the only way to learn. I'm about to puke when I think of that concept, okay? Because it's disgusting. So now let's get into, let me debunk your problems. Let's debunk all these that I just listed. And trust me, it's going to make sense to you. And if it does, then tell me that, hey, this is all freaking making sense. Drop a comment in there, okay? So first one I wanna talk about is COVID-19. This might seem like the worst thing that's ever happened to mankind, but for you to get a job right now, it is the best opportunity for you, okay? This is like the housing market you know, crash. When that happens, everybody's just like, oh my God, like everybody lost all the money. What do investors do? They attack. When everybody, is defending that's the best time to attack, okay? because everybody's assuming that. you're sitting over there thinking this is the worst time to land a job. So as Nick and so as Justin and so as you know Carol, everybody's thinking that. So doesn't that make sense that this is the perfect time to like hit hit the ground running and like attack all those opportunities because it's up for grabs. everybody's thinking that it's not going to happen. Okay, so that's the first one that I wanted to debunk. Now let's get into procrastination. That happens because people don't have a clear goal, okay? Procrastination is happening because you don't have anything to look forward to. And I don't mean it in a societal way. I just mean when you wake up the next morning, you're kind of just like struggling and stumbling through the day, okay? So come up with daily routines, come up with, daily objectives. I have these tons of like small things that I need to do. I need to make an IG post, then I'll break it down to subcategory. What should my post be? Okay, let's make a studio post. And then I break it down even more. What will my caption be? Let's talk about three tips this and five mistakes that. And then I just like have all that built out before I go to bed. So when I wake up the next morning, You know, I already know after I work out, after I shower, what do I gotta do? I gotta do X, Y, and Z. I already have those ready to go. So when that happens, I just don't have time to procrastinate. I gotta freaking go, man. I gotta go. I'm looking at my list and I'm just like, okay. Like, boom. Like, I'm ready to go. One, two, three, four, five. Like, just like how you gotta breathe. You have this daily task, small tasks. You gotta start hitting them. And uh, now I wanna get into the third one, which is location. And you know, This is a product of small thinking, okay? And what I mean by that is in this day and age, don't think like, you're thinking like location is a problem because you wanna be employed. You are looking for a company to hire you. You're looking for a handout. Why are you doing that? Why don't you flip the script and look at it as you can go anywhere and build your own business. You can go to this closest mom and pop restaurant and tell them, hey, Do you guys have any videos? Like, do you have any commercials? Do you have, do you need any photos? Do you have an Instagram page? Like, do you wanna do some promotion? I can start off by doing it for free for the first one or two gigs and then let's see what happens. You can think like an entrepreneur. You can think like a businessman and cut the middleman, which is the company. Company is charging the client 400,000. They pay you 45,000 or 50,000. This is how the game works. So why don't you cut the middleman and just get to the source? So that's, this is what I said, it's a product of small thinking. You gotta flip the script here. Another one is um, not not having the right gear, and that is a deflection to admitting that you suck. And what I mean by that is you guys should go on YouTube and type in Lawrence Schur iPhone and just watch the video that he put out and watch that video and see what he did with the freaking iPhone. It looks more beautiful than a lot of like short films and things that I've seen that come out of like red cameras and Alexa's and all that stuff. So what's my point? Own up, man, own up. Like grow a thick skin, admit it, and just move on because the best equipment is the one you got. The best studio is the one you have, okay? Um, I shared those stories like when I'm like, I'm working on a commercial for Olympics and you know, the director or the creative director is sitting on my freaking bed because I don't even have another chair. Back in the day, we lived in a one bedroom apartment. So I just told him, I'm like, dude, get comfortable. I'm gonna be here working on my like Walmart little desk, but like you just, you know, get comfortable. We're gonna freaking make some art and we created some magic. So it didn't matter. Okay, so that's that. Now I wanna get into, let's debunk some more stuff. Okay. Perfectionism, that is a sophisticated way of saying that you are lazy AF, okay? And that is just the simplest truth. Uh, I don't know how else to spin it because practice makes perfect and that is something we learned when we were three. So everybody knows that, that you can't just think and become perfect. You can't not execute and become perfect. You have to take actions, you know? failures are gonna teach you to not make those mistakes again and then be perfect over time, okay? So that is very important. So now I wanna move on to starting over. Now, that is a difficult one and a very humbling experience. And I've personally gone through it many times in my life where it's tough, man. Like you have a good job, you lose your job. You just don't wanna start over again, okay? That is a tough one. That hurts. That hurts your ego. That hurts like the sense of, worth all of those things and that has happened to me. I worked for a company and then two years later, I lost interest, I wasn't about it. I was just like, I can get the job done in a day and then I was working full time. So for five days or four days, I just didn't do anything. So eventually I was let go, like when they were doing, like when they're cutting people, they let me go and I lost my job and it was like the end of the world. I was just like, I'm a failure, I suck, I don't know what to do, blah, 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 all those things. And then that is where the freelance career started. I got into freelancing and I never looked back. It was the biggest blessing. One of those things that you get so tunnel vision that you don't know something good is gonna come out of it. You just think that this is it, life is over and something great happens. Then I started freelancing for a while, things were good. And then right around the COVID time, like, you know, things started to like, you know just kind of die off and like random things started happening. So then I started going you know, globally and started attacking bigger markets, started working on my personal brand. So like Instagram, YouTube started blowing up here. And then with this, it genuinely just exploded. Like the growth is so freaking exponential that one of my biggest problems right now is just saying no. Like, I just have to, like, you know, there's just too much coming through the pipeline. And it's like brands are hitting me up to do videos for them. And they're sending me free products, you know, (laughs) Uh, people in freaking different countries wanna hire me to do music videos and I'm just getting to a point where I'm always like, send it to me, let me check it out, let me see if I wanna do it. Send it to me, let me see it, let me see if I wanna do it. So this wasn't the scenario and that came from that thing that happened with freelancing. Like I just felt like, oh man, what is going on? Is it really working? Like what's happening right now? And then I flipped the script again and this happened. So these things, I'm telling you, starting over is the best thing, okay? You might think that, you know, this is just the game over but it's the best thing that's going to happen to you. Now I wanna get into uh, bad influence. And this is a massive one, okay? And this is happening to everybody. Um, And the biggest issue with that is that there might be a lot of bad influence within your family, people that are putting doubt in you, people that are challenging you in the wrong way. They're not necessarily challenging you to catapult you, to get to the next level. And it's like somebody just messaged me and it like really hit me hard. He said that, dude, my neighbor, you know, is telling me, like making fun of me and telling me that, hey, what is this like color grading cute thing that you started on the side? Like, dude, you're wasting your time. And he's like, dude, I told him that it makes me happy and I'm a filmmaker, so how is this a waste of time? Like I can implement this. And it like broke me and then I just voice messaged him and I told him, I'm like, dude, you got to stop. You gotta change your surrounding, like you're not tied or tethered to that person. Sometimes you're not going to have that opportunity because the problem is that if it's your spouse, it's really hard to just like move on and change that, but you gotta work on it, okay? Either educate them or either build some sort of a magnetic field around you So like, it doesn't bother you. You have a thick skin where you can just put that kind of criticism, like things that are not really beneficial to you in one ear and take it out the other. It's very freaking important, okay? And like I said, you are like a byproduct of the people that you're surrounded by. Now, another one that I want to talk about is no spine. This is apparently a really cute concept that everybody just has to be a super easy and you know, soft dude and just like, oh, everybody just tells me, hey, Kazi, that was cool, but man, they're like, what's up with the skin, dude? The skin sucks. Hey, Kazi, that was cool, but what's up with the vignette, man? Vignette sucks. Everybody's talking because talk is so cheap. Everybody's criticizing because it is so easy, man. I can just build an account on Instagram and just go to Tom Poole's page and go to freaking Ty Rods page and go to Jill Bogdanovich's page and all day long tell him how to live and tell him how to grade. I mean, that's really freaking easy. What's really hard is to actually freaking grade. What's really hard is actually keeping your clients for over a decade and like have satisfactory clients and like where you just tell them how much you wanna charge and they go, yes, of course, man, we love you. It's really hard to influence people around the world that only see you through the camera and you're impacting their lives, okay? So this is why I'm telling you having a spine you need to have that. And if you don't have that, no, nah, you're just gonna turn into dirt. Like everybody's just gonna kick you around, okay? And now let's move on to the next one, which is criticism over optimism. And I just wanna read this one line from Odd Goats, odd.goats, he's a FCM member, and I love this dude. And he said, "'Kazi, you've built more careers than LinkedIn.' This is not to toot my own horn. By the way, I have absolutely no problem doing that. I work really hard for it and I'm unapologetic about it. I mean, you know, brag hard, like work hard, brag hard. So you guys know my motto. But what he said here means so much to me and it just genuinely made my day. Not because I'm just like, yes, everybody just tell me how great I am. But I have been that guy on the other side that just gets punched left and right, left and right, left and right, just because I have a freaking spine. I like stand my freaking ground and I tell people that, hey, no, like back off, like back off, you know? And people just think that if I'm like this, then I'm narcissistic. I don't know how to take criticism. I don't know how to like all these freaking things. That's not the same because think about some people, right? So think about Bill Gates, that is changing the entire freaking planet and what he's doing. And look at the kind of person he is. You just know for a fact that that's not the kind of dude that's gonna pick you apart, you know? He's going to lift you up. Oprah, like the examples just go on and on about people that genuinely made an impact changed lives. They're not the people just sitting there like crushing souls, okay? So I'm here not to just inspire you, but give you a roadmap on top of that. So it's not only going to be rah-rah, but at the same time, like having people, you know, pump you up, jazz you up, never hurts, okay? And then I wanna talk about, I'll be the first one to admit it. Like go on Lift Gamma Gain Forum, go on Facebook Groups, People and the caliber of, you know, talent that's there, like people that are actually working on crazy high caliber jobs is out of control. I don't even come close to those guys. I admit it, I said it on camera right now. I don't even come close to those guys, but they're not changing any lives. They're not doing anything. When they're putting people down all day, every day, then I do not give a shit, man, like who's done what. If you're not really helping people get to the next level, like reach their goals, then I don't care for all your diplomas, all your degrees, all your knowledge, you've memorized the user guide for DaVinci Resolve, good for you. I have zero respect for that because I want people to inspire each other, lift each other up, and that's going to be, like turn the culture into something that we haven't seen in this industry, okay? So that is very important to me. I will never give up on that. I will always instill that in you guys and that optimism over criticism, okay? Like genuinely, fuck criticism. I don't give a shit. Like, I mean, you can pick a person that you listen to, but you don't have to listen to everyone else, okay? Like you have to pick and choose. You have to have a selective hearing, like whose word you wanna take, and then everybody else. I don't want I don't want a financial advice from a bum on the street. I'm sorry. I don't know about you. I don't want that. Does that make me a terrible person? Maybe it does. But you know what I mean? So just develop a sense to like who you actually listen to. And generally, you're as good as the people you surround yourself with. So I mean ultimately it's going to come down to that. And on that note, on that specific node note, if you <laughs> node, I just said node. I mean, I'm like making nodes all the time to a point where note turns into node. But now, if you guys are wondering, Kazi, like, you know, we're kind of stuck in that zone where there's not a lot of good people around us. So who should we follow or who should we model, uh, you know, against or something like that? There are a few people that I cherry picked, handpicked that I know personally that I would love for you to check out their pages and follow them. They don't pay me, it's none of that stuff. But these guys are genuinely, I'm inspired by. I'm seeing them and I'm just like, you know what, that drive during this time, like during COVID, their drive and how they're just like hitting home runs is just out of control. So the first person that I'm gonna say, I'm actually gonna pop them up here, okay? So the first person that I'm gonna bring up is Gabi. Photo underscore Gabi. This dude, genuinely, one of the kindest human beings, puts out fire, super consistent, has like 100 kids. I think he told me he has like six kids or something, but I just like to say that. And... This guy is doing it all. He's helping out the community. He is like taking on jobs, working on a feature film right now, participating in FCM competition every week. I mean, this dude is just doing it all. So you need to be surrounded by people like that to see how, pick his brain without even asking him. You can ask him, you can reach out to him, but more importantly, pick his brain and see what's going on, man. How is he handling all of that? This is good time management. Another person I wanna bring up, and I have the ultimate mad respect for this dude, is Filmic Bro. I mean, Henry is out of control. This dude started a 100-day challenge, and the kind of stuff that he's putting out, it's blowing my mind. It's actually genuinely inspiring to me, and I'm just like, I kind of want to do that. Like, what is going like? And I'm scared to do that. I'm just gonna go on record and say that I don't want to do a hundred day challenge because, dude, that is unreal commitment. This dude is sticking through it. I'm seeing it, and he just does not let off the gas. This is the kind of stuff that I'm talking about. These are the kind of people that you have to surround yourself with, okay? To see the uh, wins every day, all day. Jake is another one. I mean, the kid. I'm saying kid because he's super young. I think he's 27 or 28. It's one of those things that you look at these guys and you're like, what the hell, man? Why did I waste so much time? Look at them like hitting home runs all day, every day. This dude, again, check out his page, putting out fire, excellent attitude, easily reachable. You can just reach out to him, ask him any question. These people say this, okay? F-scarcity, they have zero like, you know, doubt that if they share something with you, you're going to go steal their clients. So I love their mentality. I love their work ethic. And the stuff that they're putting out is crazy. Jake is 22. Oh my God, that just freaking blew my mind. Get the hell out of here, man. I just want it's, I just want to end this because th- what's the point? I'm 34. It's like when, when Jake hits 34, he's going to be running freaking Microsoft. This is out of control. That blew my mind. Okay, another one is uh, Daniela. She is so clean. Like her work is so freaking crazy. Like attention to detail is out of control, okay? Just go check out her page. And I think her biggest crime is that she's too hard on herself. I think that's her biggest crime. Like, you know, sometimes I'm just like, when I DM her, I'm just like, Daniela, like freaking fire. Go, 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 go. Like just trust the process, go. And she's just like kind of really making sure that everything is just perfect, okay? Amazing, amazing talent and just amazing attitude. Another one, John Tommaso. I mean, good luck typing his name. I mean, Italian names, nothing beats them. I, I wish every day that I was born in freaking Italian because they're just perfection. But look at this name. What the hell is this name, man? John Tommaso Puglisi. Just type in John Tommaso. He's gonna pop up. I mean, he's like he's on everybody's radar. I mean, filmmakers world uh, publishes stuff like all the time. Filmmakers account like all big accounts like you know show his stuff because he's got he's he's a real tastemaker. And again. Beautiful soul, beautiful, beautiful soul. Okay, so great, great person. I'm, I'm, got, I'm giving you guys gems. These are not the names that you, you're gonna just randomly type in and they're gonna pop up. The, this is like the, the gold mine that you know, like the, the, the core five, like people that you want to be surrounded by. Another one is Brian. A lot of you probably heard of Brian. I mean, this dude is. He's like one of the hottest colorists in Brazil, man. I mean, he is hot, like the way he looks, but I mean, he is actually one of the freaking greatest colorists in Brazil right now. He is putting out so much fire, killing the game, and absolutely one of those guys. And genuinely one of the most humble human beings. He is actually so humble that it makes me uncomfortable. Like anytime he shares his win and I go nuts and I'm like, oh my God. And he just flips it around and he goes, I wouldn't have done this without you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, come on, dude. Like, it's you who's putting in the work. It's not me. So, you know, I mean, you're the one who's doing it. So, like, take credit for it. Unbelievable soul. And guys, this is what I'm saying. These are the guys that are, that I am humbled to be surrounded by, you know, these souls, because it is important. At the end of the day, trust me, somebody with their 100 PhD degrees and knowing everything about color theory, if they're just puking, you know, like just poison. I have zero respect, man. I just don't care. I just don't care that much, like about even color grading that I will put up with somebody that literally will tell me that I'm worth nothing. I'm worthless. But then if I put up with that for 15 years, maybe I will be somebody. I don't care. I'll just move on. I'll I'll choose my, and I'll create my own freaking path. Okay, it's simple as that. And while I'm at it, making six or seven figures doesn't really hurt, like being young and living that life and just wake up whenever you want, walk around in freaking shorts all day long, you know, tie, what is a tie? I don't even know what that is or how to spell it. Like, I mean, so I, you know, creating your own path in 2020 is more of the way to go than like, you know, following the old tried and tested thing that once worked. It's just, it's it's changing now. So now after all of that, we're actually getting into our three-step plan, the three-step plan that actually worked for me. I had 500 followers uh, last year in June, and I tried this uh, like plan. What I'm sharing with you is exactly, I wrote it out and then I said, let me try it and see what happens. And I did, and it worked. I had 500 followers, uh, followers on Instagram at the time, and in one week I landed two jobs and each one was $500. And it was a simple, simple short film grade. So one was like three shots, genuinely. It's like locked off shots. And once I created one look, I copy pasted and made some changes and I was done. And the other one required a little bit of work, but both of them were $500 each. So it was like to prove to myself that on Instagram, I can make money because everybody in our industry and when you work on upper echelon stuff just makes fun of like social media and all that. So I kind of wanted to just, you know, see it for myself and I'm like, Can something actually happen here? And I tried this and it freaking worked. So let's just jump right in and talk about those things. So first point that I'm going to say is once the first step to getting that job in one week, this is a one week plan. So it's gonna be really mean, it's gonna be really tight, but you gotta go at it, you gotta do it. So the first thing is produce content. Okay, and I'm gonna break it down. So don't get all disheartened that everybody says that, duh, what's a, what's a big deal about that? We're, we're you know deep diving into that. Produce content, and now let's talk about it. What kind of content you need to make if you wanna be employed within a week? I'm not looking for you to get a full-time job. I don't like a full-time job. I want you to be a freelancer. I want you to be a business owner, small business owner, and I want you to actually like have people reach out to you. I wanna create that model for you. I don't care about a full-time job because I think it sucks. But if you want a full-time job, then good for you, but this will work. So produce content. Now the subcategories in that, the first point is value-based content. What's a value-based content? It doesn't matter, man. You could be 18 and you just, if you just know how to turn on your Sony a7S and how to shoot some stuff, and if you know about Aperture, and if you know about Iris, and if you know about a few of those things, trust me, uh, you know, what's what's ISO, things like that. If you know that, you will be surprised how many people don't know that. You think in your head that, duh, everybody knows that. This is like just common information. You will be surprised that when you make a video explaining that, people are going to be like, you changed my life, dude. Like this makes so much sense. So value-based content, where you make 15, 30, and one minute long pieces, 15 seconds, 30 seconds, and one minute long pieces, where you just genuinely have like five tips, one, two, three, four, five, and you just spell it out in front of a in front of a camera, just like this. And just say, guys, you know, the first tip when you got the Sony camera, blah, 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 like do this, this, and that. Okay, why do we use ND filters? You would use ND filters because unless you're using you know, a Canon Cine line that has like built-in ND filters. You will need it to cut the light so you can keep your aperture at blah, blah, blah. So all these things, you just talk about these little things and you'll be surprised how many people are like, you're gonna catch so much attention. Not to mention that that right there is going to build authority where people are gonna go, this guy knows what he's talking about. And like I said, it doesn't matter whether you don't know a lot or whether you know a lot. Like for me, to Lawrence sure message me and tell me that, hey, I watched your Blade Runner video and that tutorial was really cool, man. I picked up a few things from there. Like it was really cool. it Like my mind will be blown for the rest of my life, right? Cause I look up to him so much. He's so freaking amazing. And for him to say that is because it's like uh, indirect flex. Like I'm actually putting out, it's like my real time portfolio. You are seeing me over the shoulder when I'm creating these looks and then I'm putting it out You know, into the ether, into the world for people to see it. And then random things will happen like that where you'll hit up Jill and you'll go, do you wanna go live with me? And she'll be like, sure. Because she's not just talking to a stranger, she clicks on the account, she sees sees the stuff and it backs up and then she goes, okay, it's gonna be an educated talk, it's gonna make sense, let's do it. So value-based content, second type of content, is behind the scenes. Behind the scenes is literally what it sounds like. So you got a camera right here and you are just, let it run, let that puppy run, whether it's a hyperlapse or whatever, uh, or a studio picture with you in it. So I'm doing a live, I set up my camera here. You guys know what I'm talking about. If you follow me, you've seen it on my page. So those behind the scene pictures, people get to see you in your space, in your zone, and then you follow it up with, you know, caption that kind of backs it up. What What is going down? What are you working on? What is happening? What is that going to do? Let's say I'm I'm looking for a colorist. I stumble upon, you know, you know, Justin, and I go and look at his page. And the first thing I say is see is that Justin is talking about Resolve 16.24 just came out and the things that they added, da, da, da. So he's giving me a value-based thing. So I watch it and I go, that's pretty cool. Then the next post is, his setup, and he's got a proper like bias lighting, whatever, I don't even care so much about that, but let's just say that he's got a bias like lighting, he's got a panel, and I'm just like, oh, I'm looking for a colorist, and I, I want somebody who's like, you know, pretty decent, He's got a, you know, $3,000 panel. So he actually is like, you know, he's serious about this. And then I read his caption and he goes, I was working on this and I was using vectors and I used this and I converted it for, you know from like red white gamma to rec seven or nine. Like I read that and I go, that's my dude. So it was value that, you know kind of built his authority, kept my interest. Then I saw his behind the scenes and kind of got inside look to his, you know, mind and how he thinks. And I'm like, okay, that's really freaking interesting. Okay, boom, you're hired. And then the third thing that you can follow up with that is going to be um, showreel. And now this is the thing that's gonna separate you, right? So ultimately you wanna do the give value, show behind the scenes what you're doing, how you're doing it, and then the final product. Here is what it is that I've been working on. Like my biggest gripe with traditional you know, teachers is that they do the first two, but then they don't do the last one And sometimes that's where you're just kind of like, ah, like, I mean, you're you're talking about all these things in theory, but you're not really backing it up. So I don't know how to feel, man. But then that's why it's very important. And especially for you, if you wanna get hired, ultimately you do want to get, you know, so great examples are Brian Singler, got so much respect for him. So check out his page and see like, he only does show reels, but like when you're at his caliber, you don't have to do the other things or it will never hurt to do the other things, but he's doing all that. Tyrod does that, you know, uh, Jill Bogdanovich does, does that, you know, she's just like putting like the final pro, like here's Joker, I graded Joker. Here are some stills from Joker. Does she have to say anymore? You know, so I mean, that kind of thing where you see that and you're like, okay, I'm sold. It makes sense. Um, um, I got it, you know, like I wanna hire this person. So show real, so that's the combo guys, value based, behind the scenes, and then show real. Now jump into our second step in this process, which is reaching out. Now, when I talk about reaching out, I'm not saying mindlessly reaching out, like reach out to Brad Pitt and be like, hey man, you're looking for, like, I mean, what's going on? Like, can you hook me up with David Fincher so then I can hit up Fincher and tell him if he's looking for a cinematographer or something? Cause I got the red, you know? I got, I got my Komodo, like I'm ready to roll, baby. Like, let's do this. This is not how it's going to work, right? So you gotta change that strategy. You gotta think about it a little bit harder than that. So my strategy for reaching out is, and I'm giving you guys that, 30 people a day. I'm not joking. Thirty people a day, thirty accounts a day. Okay, uh, if you actually want to take what I'm saying seriously and want to land your client within thirty days, then listen up. Hit up thirty accounts a day right after this live is over. Over. What? Are, who are the people? Whether they're in your area, start off with your power base. So first of all, I know John. Because, you know, if we're all filmmakers, then we have a community of our own that's like small circle. So I know John, John is a producer. John is, uh, you know, let me just hit up John. Like, let's just hit up John. I haven't like talked to him in a while. Let's hit up John and see what he's got going on. Hit up John. And you want to know another really powerful technique? voice messages, it will change your freaking life. I'm telling you, it makes all the difference in the world. Okay, voice messages, it's way better than text messages. So voice DM somebody and say, hey man, like, you know, uh, hey John, haven't talked to you in a while, brother, what's going on? Uh, Just wanted to touch base and tell you that, you know, my schedule opened up a little bit. So if you have anything, if anybody is looking for some help with color grading, short film, you know, uh, music videos, things like that, hit me up, man. And uh, you already know, dude. Like you know, it's money's not going to be an issue. Like I just want to get my hands on some work. So just take out, take out all the restrictions. You know, especially if you're hurting and you really need to land a job. Like take out all the restrictions, right? So, uh, you know, that's very, very important that you got to do this, okay? So 30 accounts a day, hit up those people. Start with your power base. Start with people that you know, but then reach out. Reach out to people that you always wanted to work for. Reach out to them. Like, what would it be like to to hit up your dream cinematographer or colorist? Like, again, be very careful. Don't hit, hit, I mean, you can go ahead and hit up, you know, Roger Deakins and see if he writes you back, but find that middle ground. You know, find that middle ground where you kind of know, you have a feeling that, you know, they will hit you back up and they will start a dialogue. So hit up those accounts. I'm not talking about hitting up Pepsi and then asking them, hey, uh, what's the process? Where can I get an application to, to become an editor or a colorist or something? So put in a lot of thought into it, don't do it mindlessly. And the reason why I'm not saying hit up 100 people or hit up 200 or 500 or 1,000 is because I don't want you to copy paste. Do not copy paste. You actually have to put a lot of thought into it. This is the most important step. Okay. The other person can just like see right through you. Okay. You're not fooling anyone. Other people will just write, you know, see right through you. So you want to make sure that it's tailor made, whatever your the package you're creating, to hit them up and just be like, hey, this is my system. That's what I'm using right now. I have some space. Like I can take some work right now. So if you guys have anything, let me know right now. Offer value, trust me, offer value, don't just ask for it. Okay, and offering value meaning you don't have to like take seven hours building your authority, you can just go in and kind of just tell them that, hey, this is what I've done and uh, here's some of my work and I'm a colorist. I'm looking for some work right now and I have remote services available. We can do a Zoom call, blah, 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 whatever you need. If you wanna sit in a session, again, we can I, give me an hour, I can set up a project and then we'll jump on Zoom and I'll do a screen share and you guys can see what I'm working on, blah, blah, blah. Resistance free, just take out all the resistance. Like basically answer their questions before they even ask those questions. Think like that, okay? so. Um, offer value, don't just ask for it. And then the third one that I absolutely despise and anybody that's listening to this and does it to me, just stop it. And that one is don't sound desperate. There are way too many times a day and people are just hitting me up and they're just like, can you follow and like my stuff? Can you follow me and like my stuff? Hey Kazi, like I want to I want to you you said that, that reach out to people if we want to work. I want to work. Like give me some work, Kazi. Like what do you got for me, Kazi? Give me some work. Kazi, Kazi, give me some work. Kazi, do this for free for me. Hey Kazi, grade this for free for me. Kazi, can you do this? Can I get this music video back in 5 hours? Like can you do this for me? Just just don't play dumb. Don't be stupid. Like you know, just put some thought into it and understand that those things will never work. Never ever in your entire life it is not such like numbers game to an extent it can be numbers game but even then you have to put some thought into it you just cannot be straight up like you know bonkers when you're like reaching out to someone and and also remember when you do go in mindlessly and you don't put thought into it you might burn your bridge because once i see you like this I have a reputation to block people. I am loud and proud about it, baby. I just, because I don't have time to have a debate. I don't have time to educate you, I'm not your dad. So if I'm gonna see something that I don't like, I'm like, listen, there's seven billion people in this world, I'm looking for the right ones. I don't care to have a debate with this guy that my skin tone is good and he's saying it's bad. It's good or bad, I leave that for you know a different topic. So I'm just like, done, I'm done, I'm, I'm moving on with my life, okay? I wanna keep positive people around me, I'm moving on. So don't sound desperate, it's very important. Moving on to our third step, and this one is persistence. Trust me, when I talked about Filmic Pro, my bro Henry, when I talked about Photo, Gabi, you know, Gabi, like these guys are persistent, and I have more respect for people that are persistent than anything else not to mention that these dudes got talent, but let's say you don't have talent, but you are persistent and you just will not give up. There is no way but for you to be successful. That's just it. That's just the name of the game. Again, going back to practice makes perfect. So if you keep doing it, you're going to start killing it. You're gonna you're gonna find that sauce. You're gonna like find that gem. It's going to happen. It's just a matter of time. So in persistence, what I mean by that is that in one week, so say today you hit up 30 people, set a reminder, two days from now, follow up with those people, okay? So that that is the plan. Today I hit up 30 people. One of, one of those people, let's just say is, you know, Jason. Two days from now, I hit up Jason to follow up and go, you know, brother, just following up, just wanted to let you know, da 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 Like, you know, how's it going? You know, did you hear about what, you know, Red just released and, you know, make a small conversation, something like that. Then two days later of that, like, so, you know, two days later you follow up. Two days later, you don't hear back from him. So like four day, in four days, you haven't heard back from him and you know Kazi promised you that you're gonna land a job within a week. So now my reputation is on the line. So for that sake, in four days, follow up with Jason again, and this time ask for a referral. This time you hit him up and you go, Jason, I know less, you know. if you don't have any work for me right now, I absolutely understand, no big deal. Everybody has their go-to person, no big deal. Do you know anybody? Would you happen to know anyone that might be looking for a colorist? Small gig, big gig, like whatever they got. Like, do, would you happen to know anyone? I cannot tell you what kind of a glitch this is because if you don't ask, it doesn't happen. Nobody's going to offer that to you, but ask and you shall receive is just the truest words, like in history. So you'll be surprised when you do that and you're doing it in a tactful way. You're not bugging Jason. You know, first time you just did a, you know, follow up. Like, dude, what's going on? Da 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 -da. like, you know, maybe ask about the family, like whatever, keep it very casual. Two days later, you hit him up again and this time you ask for it. You ask for a referral. Like, would you happen to know someone that can help me out? Um, So, that is very, very important, okay? So so those are the, and then the last uh, subcategory in this one, in persistence, is you got to repeat step one and step two. So this is the last one in persistence, which is step one, produce content, step two, reach out. So guys, this is what it is. Let me do a quick recap, how I do my look, you know, recreation recap at the end of every tutorial. So first step was produce content, and in that we wanted to you know, uh, provide value, value value-based content, behind the scenes, give them the insight, give them the look, like how you work, and then show reels. Show them what you are made of, like, you know, show your talent through that. Then getting into reaching out, and then reaching out 30 accounts, that's the number, 30 accounts a day, do not copy-paste anything, and find people that are in your, you know, reach, that you can just like know that something can start with these people reach out to those people on Instagram, YouTube, whatever the way is, LinkedIn, whatever you're comfortable with, 30 accounts a day, and then offer value, don't just ask for it, all the things that I mentioned in that, and then don't sound desperate. Nobody likes desperate people. And then the third one is persistence, and then that is our main step, persistence, and in that, we talked about following up, so follow up with people, you know, hey, you know, what's going on? You know, just wanted to hit you up, da-da-da-da, like, you know, all that, and then ask for referrals two days later. So that's the the routine, right? Two, two, like, and then hit them up and then ask for referrals and then repeat step one and two. And guys, this was the main agenda. And I absolutely promise you that if you do this, if you actually just take this and give me the benefit of the doubt and just take these tips that I gave you. And I told you that I hate sharing things that I read in a book. I only share things that work for me and work like I implemented and the way I implemented because the sequence matters too and how it works. So I just gave you that. If you were to apply it for seven days straight, I just know for a fact that it's going to work for you. Um, it, it just will because I'm not the only example. People that I mentioned on that list that I you know told you to follow, but outside of that, there are hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of people that followed this you know, plan that is in my masterclass and they blew up, okay? So like it's helping, people are getting work, try that. Hopefully this works for you. I just, I just know that if you go all in, it will work for you and nothing will make me happy if you DM me and if you tell me five or six days from now that Kazi, I tried it, it worked. It just genuinely will make my day. So on that note, now, no, don't make a bullshit. Don't just show up and just say it to make me happy but mean it when that happens. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining in. So hang tight, let's let's take some questions. You know, that is an excellent question. First of all, Kevin, what's going on, brother? Kevin asked an amazing question, like, you know, how do people expand on social media and gain follower based in that is relevant? And that is an important one. You don't want fake followers because what's the point of that? Like, I mean, that's not gonna take you anywhere. So one way to do that is, again, all the things you know for producing content that is relevant. I mean, hashtags is a big one, right? Don't don't do a pretty face hashtag pretty face because that's not going to get you the people you're looking for. So you got to do the right hashtags, like hashtag DaVinci Resolve, like hashtag color grading, col- colorist, like hashtag you know uh, Resolve mini panel, like do the ones that even if it's the number is really small. Let's say it's like fifteen thousand people are in that circle. You know, it's a cult. You know it's the right people. You know these are the people that you wanna approach because out of those 15,000 people, if three hire you and three build a connection with you, that can last and have a ripple effect for the rest of your life, okay? So it's that important and it's that deep to understand that. So when you, hashtags will be a huge one, Kevin, in the beginning, Kevin has a huge account, but it's an amazing question. And then another one is like hit up like these huge accounts like Filmmakers World or... Learn filmmaking and these massive accounts that have a pool of just creme, you know, like cream of the crop, like the best players in the game. Reach out to these accounts and say, Hey, love your account. Would you mind sharing, you know, uh, give them your three best posts, like whether it's a behind the scenes uh, one or value-based or a showreel, and just share it with them and be like, Would you mind sharing that with your community if you feel like it? Again, don't be disrespectful, don't be ignorant about it be very polite, be very human-like, and just ask them, would you mind sharing that? Um, you know, feel free to share it. You know, it'll be an honor. And see what happens. And, you know, one, one fundraiser from them and you won't need another one. Remember like Bruce Wayne from The Dark Knight? You know, when he goes like, one fundraiser from my house, you won't need another one. These accounts are massive. These are the real players. So like if they kind of come in clutch and they they'll like what they see and they hook you up, you know, it can take you really far and it will have a crazy effect like in your trajectory. You know, so that's, I would say that's a good thing to kind of keep in mind. Let's take a few more questions. Okay, so this is an amazing one from my friend Ezra. What's going on Ezra? Ezra, uh, besides him being a freaking phenomenal director and screenwriter, his baby is just the cutest in the business, cutest baby in the business. It doesn't even sound right, but he's so cute. But Ezra's question is, when DMing brands and companies on IG, what's a good example um, of a message? How do you balance sounded self-centered and or greedy or annoying? So Ezra, dude, that the answer is super simple. Don't overthink it, dude. And this is the only truth. I'm telling you, this is the only truth. This is not, again, me trying to like do like a rah-rah here. You gotta go in with your gut feeling. However you're feeling to approach a company, you gotta go in with that. I will take confidence over being a softy any day of the week, and I'm talking talking about it from a perspective of an employer. When people reach out to me, I will take a decision a decision maker over a somebody who's a bipartisan, like is always just you know kind of this or that. I don't care, dude. Get out of my freaking sight. I you know I just I just don't. I want people to make decisions and let's just all blow up. Like let's get to the next level. Let's make things happen. Okay, so a lot of these companies and players that you wanna work for, most of them should have that attitude. And if they don't, then you don't wanna work for them anyways. If, if, you know, like, you know how many messages I get a day from like Hollywood colorists, like telling me that I'm burning my bridges because I'm just so narcissistic and I'm always talking about this and that and I need to learn humility and I need to like, you know, get under somebody's wing and put in the years. I haven't put in the time. What the F does that mean? I haven't put in the time. What does that sentence mean? Like, you get what I'm saying? So, you know, this is this is the generation. We're changing that. They are scared. So, like people that are like that, you don't want to work with them anyways. And the people that are going to hire you for you, they don't care that you're you know, you're you're sounding confident. They're looking for that. They're looking for a decision maker. They're looking for a slayer. They're looking for a player. And then that's who you are. So that's very important to remember. I'm moving on. Great question, brother. So this came from Nick. I mean, this dude is just hitting home runs all day, every day in our FCM challenge. I think he won two in a row, and then after a week, won another one. So I mean, the dude is on fire. He's a professional photo retoucher who does work with companies like freaking Nike and just triple list brands. So the dude is pure fire. And his question is, when building a reel, how important do you think music choice is? Um, Once again, I'm just gonna say the same exact thing. Go with what you like, man. Like who cares? I mean, sometimes I'll listen to, uh, personally, I'm not a death metal guy, right? So sometimes I will listen to like a freaking death metal track and I'm like, dude, I'm out. What is this? But then all of a sudden I'm looking at the visuals and I'm like, you know what? Let's hit the mute button. Let's watch the demo reel. And it's just put together really well. And I'm like, I'm sold. Like, I'm sold. I wanna work like I wanna hire this person or like, you know, I wanna work with this company or whatever. So I think ultimately it's not really gonna make it or break it, to be honest with you. Uh, What goes well? Like, I mean, you know, me, I'm I'm very heavily influenced by hip hop. So I'm always going to do that. But in our industry, people are very proper up top. They're very corporate-like. So, you know, I don't know. Probably, you know, a lot of them think that, oh, this dude is just too much. Like what's going on with him? He's swimming in like Kanye West's Kool-Aid too much. Well, it is what it is. I mean, that's just what I like, you know? So that's like my style. I'm not changing that. And same thing happens when I'm working on site. I'm jamming like a lot of hip hop, you know, in the studio when I'm working. And that's just how I roll. So, I mean, that's just what I'm doing. When somebody's going to come in and just be like, hey, shut this off. This is offending me. I'm going to be like, all right, dude, take it easy. Let's just turn it off. Like, okay. Like, it's it's okay. It's fine. But unless, until then, I think it doesn't really make that big of a difference, to be honest with you. What do you do to get in the mood for editing or color grading or shooting? Like it can go with all of those things. So I think that's a good one to kind of attack because I didn't back in the day when I was doing it for the paycheck. I didn't when I was working on projects that I wasn't sold on. So I didn't, I was always tired. I was always yawning. I didn't wanna wake up at, you know, until like 1 p.m. And that was just my truth. It's like that's how I'm feeling, man. Like I don't know how to change that. It was because I was working on things that I wasn't really proud of, and I didn't want to be part of it. But I was just doing it for the paycheck to pay the bills and things like that. So I think this is a very deep thing that you just asked because this is so many people's problem probably, and that's because um, uh, you gotta you gotta shift the traditional um, mentality. You know that I said. You will be surprised how much money you can make and what kind of freedom you know you can have and all the high-end, you know, projects that you can work on. Or more importantly, more important than high-end projects, cool projects that you can work on and get paid if you go the freelance route, start a S-corp, like small corporation, and do your own thing, then like the nine to five. So a lot of people's dreams and everything is being crushed, their souls are being crushed because they're stuck in something that humans were just not you know, or meant to do. We all wanna make our own schedule. We want all wanna do our own thing. And we're all honest in doing those things. How many times, you know, people that are freelancers, that you worked on a project, you didn't have a client over your head, you didn't have a freaking boss, like telling you chop, chop, but you still did it. You were like stoked. You were swimming in that Kool-Aid. You would even tell your wife that let's skip dinner tonight because I gotta make this right. I gotta do this because it was coming from here. So you did it. And that's just what I mean, right? So I mean, ultimately it's going to be brother, you gotta find that voice. And if you're dealing with this, that means that you're working on something that you're not passionate about. How to charge our work to client when say, what's the total amount you charge, please answer. Okay, this is a good one because they're they're gonna play that game with you, right? So I mean, they're always going to be like, hey, uh, working on a music, like, you know, here's a music video, three minute music video, shot on red, like, you know, how much do you charge? And there's many different answers. If you're not a pro, if you're just starting out, you're, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna give them their hourly, your hourly rate? Are you gonna give them like a fixed rate? And then if you give them a fixed rate and you're just not seasoned, you don't know how long a music video will take. Will it take you one day? Will it take you five hours? Will it take you three days? So if you tell them 500 bucks and it ends up taking you three days, now you just lost like so much money. If you tell them $2,500 and it takes you five hours, and they go, dude, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, you know, we don't pay that much for music videos, blah, blah, blah. So you're gonna lose the client. So there's many different techniques to go about it. One that I personally do at this, you know, period, like where I'm at right now, that I do is always like, send me a picture lock, let me check it out first of all, and see if I wanna take it. Then I'll check out the picture lock, and if I'm interested, I just turn it around and I go, listen, don't bullshit me, what's your, you know, um, what's your budget for color grading? I just literally, you don't, you, you can take out the bullshit part because that might be, you know, too much. So you can take that out and just turn it around and be like, hey, what's your budget for color? Like, let's talk about it, man. Like when you were planning everything out, you know, you planned out your budget for cinematography, right? You planned your budget out for a producer. You planned your budget out for everything else, crafties and all that. So then what's your budget for color grading, man? Just give it to me. Like, just just be straight with me. And you will be surprised when you approach it from that perspective. It kind of puts the ball in your court And then most of the time, they will come up with an answer or give you something. And as soon as they slip an answer, then you got the leverage. So then it doesn't matter, baby. It could be 10,000 and you wanted to charge 500. If they slip that number, then you freaking play the negotiation game. You go, hey, I charge 15 grand. uh, And then they're going to go, let's meet somewhere in the middle, you know, 12,500. But that's just a weird, uh, you know, arbitrary number that I gave you. It could be anything. You know, you want to charge 500, they say 1500 you you know you say 2000 and then you lock it in for 1750 is what I'm trying to say. So always play that game and uh, the leverage game is the most fun man because when I say I'm a businessman first, that's the best part of every job for me, like the negotiation, how much and that game, like how much am I gonna charge and how I'm gonna like land that number. How do you deal with your girlfriend or your wife or your significant other when she doesn't understand your work? That is a tough one, man. When this happens, this never happened to me. I I met my girl in school. So I mean, we were both going for filmmaking. So that was never a thing. But and that's the biggest blessing. And I think that's what helps me, you know, swim in that Kool-Aid all the time without any guilt. Um, But I feel like people that are coming from opposite backgrounds, you know, your girl is an accountant or a lawyer, and then you're in filmmaking. And you know, she has this crazy paycheck coming in and she's making it happen and, you know, you're making nothing and then you make some money and you wanna spend it on the next, you know, lens. And she's just like, why are you doing this? And you're like, if I don't get this lens, I can never be anything. You know what I'm talking about? So, you know, those things are tough and that's challenging, but it is important to, you know, just talk to them talk to them. And and sometimes it happens with my, with us too. Like where my wife is like, yo, like, I mean, just hold the, you know, hold the freaking phone, man. You're too crazy about like business, business, business. And it's just always this talk. And I go, you know what? Let's shut it off. It's fine. Let's not talk about it. Let's just enjoy each other's company. Let's move on. What's going on in your life? Like what's happening? Like, let's talk about it. Let's just like, let's just stop. You know, that's okay. That's okay too. So you have to build that healthy environment takes tons of communication, man, I'm telling you. Like, I mean, we have so many similarities, but even then it's just a work in progress in perpetuity. Marriage is, or, or you know, being in a relationship is work in progress and perpetuity. I can even say that for my parents and from the outside, they have the best understanding. When you look at this couple, you're like, when I grow up, I just want to be like them. But even then I'll get a call from my dad saying, I did this and now your mom is not talking to me, giving me the silent treatment. Can you talk to your mom? And you know what I'm talking about. So I don't want to get into that too much. But what I'm saying is that ultimately it's going to come down to communication. That's very, very important. And guys, on that light note, let's end this. This was so much fun. Hopefully you guys had a blast as well. And this community, I'm telling you, I say it all the time, the biggest blessing, and I know it and I acknowledge it. And I thank you guys, this live, will be available here, so don't worry about that. It's gonna go on my IGTV. Thank you, everybody, for showing up. Just remember, stay positive, surround yourself, you know, with winners, people that are optimistic, that jack you up, so you can reach the heights that you wanna reach, and that's it just comes down to that. It is that simple, and on that note, love you guys. See you in the next video. Guys, if you enjoyed this episode, share it with friends, subscribe to this channel, and I will see you in the next episode.